It's Thursday the 9th of June. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And of course, Shane's a busy, busy man. He's not only a father of three and a, <laughs> of course a doting husband. Um, he does this podcast and, and Lunch with Lee, which is a must listen. What is the latest with Lunch with Lee? Yeah, we uh, came in on Monday, had a fantastic lunch uh, Friday last week with Craig Foster, the Socceroo mm. and um, the... Um, Asylum seeker activist, social activist, and uh, Tim Shaw, the Demtel man. Steak knives. <laughs> yes, does some steak knives. He's also in the Parliamentary Press Club. Uh, and uh, a first-class creator, uh, John Moss, the three of them uh, joined me for a nice lunch at uh, District Brasserie in the city. It was a good chat, some funny stuff, uh, particularly with uh, with Tim Shaw, the Demtel man. Yeah, make sure you have a listen to that. That's an eclectic bunch, isn't it? And Shane? Yeah, it is. And if Shane, if we wrap it up in the next five minutes, you will get a set of steak knives. <laughs> well, they had their pants pulled down, New South Wales, didn't they, last night? I thought Cameron Munster was extraordinary. They need to go back and look at what they need to fix up before the second game. That is State of Origin. Of course, Australia big winners over Sri Lanka and Max Gorn, big Max, he's not happy with his teammates. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. Well, Shane, I was out there. It was cold. It was it was a un um, it was an un Sydney night. Like it, it rarely gets that cold. But uh, for New South Wales, it was colder because uh, they didn't get the chocolates. Maybe a couple of decisions didn't go their way. That Paulo try, the obstruction before half time, but they are the rules. And uh, Cameron Munster was a standout. Yeah, he was. I hate to say this, Tim, but Queensland were the better better side last night, and uh, I totally agree. Mate, Munster was outstanding. I thought Cleary was a bit off himself. Um, his kicking game to start, it sort of took him, I reckon, about half of the game to actually get into the match. Uh, Whiten, turned out, he, he played a fantastic game. So did Luai, um, Toho. Um, but, yeah, like Cobbo, that that key uh, try that he um, uh, yeah, put put on in the first half to get Queensland the lead was uh, was the turning point. And, and I thought Azaio was going to come at, at the end there and score that final try, but it wasn't to be. And, yeah, Queensland getting the chocolate 16 to 10. Yeah, it's going to be difficult, but they've done it before. Yeah. They, they've got to go to Perth and then win in Brisbane, which is really difficult. But, yeah, you mentioned Selwyn Cobbo. That was a great bit of composure, wasn't mm. it, for a young guy on debut to stand up tall, do that little kick, and Dane Gagai to pick it up and, and cross for the four-pointer. And um, he's from Sherberg, which is which is a remarkable town. When you think of the players that have come from there, it's been quite a nursery. Yeah, he has. It's um, it's a tiny little town, and uh, they're somehow producing a lot of uh, – uh, elite sportsman 
Look, you, you can just tell when a young guy comes onto a big stage and is that composed in his first match, you know he's going to have a fantastic career. And uh, Cobo's done it all year, mate. He did it with the Broncos. He's burst onto the scene there, and now he's one of the leading try scorers in the competition. And uh, he just looks the goods, mate. And he's going to have a long, long career with Queensland and Australia um, and probably the Broncos. Ray Warren was sitting at home uh, in the hills having a Chardonnay with Cher last night because mm. he's uh, obviously not, not calling anymore. Um, I, I've sort of reflected on a few of the, the things that I could remember because we worked together for so long. But I used to love his swimming calls. You know, Misty Hyman in one, it is Madam <laughs> Butterfly in two. Um, but look, uh, they had a touching tribute to the great man last night. It won't be the same, will it? Uh, look, it probably wasn't the same rugby league after Daryl and all that went, but then Rabbits took the mantle, so someone will come along. Someone will come along. Uh, it was funny to see that Channel 9 hadn't really planned for it. It's not as if uh, Rabs was um, uh, it was it was surprised that he, he walked away after all these years, but uh, yeah, it was a fitting tribute. The guy's a legend. Um, just his voice, but his knowledge of the game too was outstanding. Um, but the fact that they brought Fatty Vorton back, um, who looked who looked older than Rabs, I reckon. Um, Channel Nine haven't really looked looked to the future there. They, they need to find someone to fill the mantle, like you just said. Um, after Daryl Eastlake uh, had moved on, they found Ray Warren. So who is the next Ray Warren? I don't know. Yeah, Matt Thompson did a good job. He did yep. a very good job, but they, they're enormous shoes to fill, enormous yeah. shoes to fill. That's like taking over uh, from the captaincy of, of an extraordinary cricketer like Don Bradman. So, mm. um, look, I enjoyed the game. I did not enjoy the result being a proud New South Welshman, but not as all lost. There's two games to come. Now, cricket, uh, Australia just flogs Sri Lanka. Yeah, well, the first game, uh, unbelievable. Bowling Sri Lanka out, all out for 128. Joss Hazel with four, four wickets. Uh, and we got, the, we got the runs in the first game, none down. Uh, Warner, 70 not out. And Finch, back in form for the first time in a long time, with 61 not out. Game two was pretty much the same sort of thing. Sri Lanka, nine for 124. And Australia chasing that down with 13 balls to spare. Um, it was Jai Richardson, as they call him, Scrabble. His name's very, got a lot of letters in that name. He got three for 26. And Kane. Richardson, four for 30, the best of the bowlers. And it was Wade who sort of steadied the ship towards the end with 26 not out. Smith failing again uh, with only five. So there will be pressure on him. And the only real downside of this game is uh, Stark missed the game two due to a, he sliced his finger quite bad. So he's getting that right. And hopefully he'll be back for game three. Yeah, absolutely. But they just look out. Um, our class, don't they, Sri Lanka? Australia yeah, yep. looking the goods. Now, the golfing world, Tiger Woods, he won't play in the US Open. No, he won't. He said he's sitting out um, uh, to try and get this leg injury. You know, we, we know how horrific that car accident was. Um, he needs more time for recovery. He'll do that. He'll get it right. There's off, there's rumours floating around that he was off offered close to a billion dollars to go to this Saudi um, LIV Rebel uh, tour, um, of which he said no to at this stage anyway, um, but he wants to get right. And I think that's a good thing. He, he, he struggled around the course. Um, another year of getting it right, he will come back bigger and stronger and he'll play on for a few more years, I think, Tiger. Yeah, it'll be interesting, won't it? Because, mm. look, I mean, I, I mentioned it on the on the podcast a few weeks ago when we were watching him closely at the US Masters and, he, boy, he played well, particularly over those first couple of days. But he, he was so, you know, he had such great dexterity as a golfer as well, didn't mm. he? Not only swung the club so well, but sort of got down right on his haunches and it was he looked like someone in pain. Um, so it, it will be interesting to see how he does come back eventually. It's a long, long, long rehab, I, I presume. Stay with us because we have all the AFL and Max Gorn's not happy, as well as a bit of UFC today. After that, 
Now, we spoke about this fight at the restaurant in Melbourne um, yesterday, Shane, and Max Gorn, um, the Ned Kelly, Henry Lawson <laughs> look of a captain for Melbourne Demons. They've lost a couple of games, and he was embarrassed by what happened. He said it was a horrible act amongst teammates. Yeah, he's a good leader, Max Gorn, I think, and he's addressed the press and um, taking all the sting out of it. Um, but May and Melksham, the, their fight there, um, the one thing that Max Gorn said, it wasn't about the comment uh, that he missed. If he would have played in the grand final, they would have lost. He said it was another comment. He spoke to them both personally, and he said it's going to take him a little little while to get past whatever that whatever was said. Um, but it wasn't directly to the grand final. It was something else that's very personal, apparently. But, yeah, he's very, very embarrassed by his teammates. And, yeah, for a team that's done – that's come from the bottom and has done so well last year, started the season really well. They just don't need this sort of negative publicity. I, I, I loved watching Dylan Alcott play tennis because he, he was a performer as well, wasn't he? He'd, he'd go and, you know, he'd make the noises, have the laughs, do everything that we love in sport when characters are about. And uh, one of his teammates, of course, Dylan's now retired, uh, Australian wheelchair tennis star Heath Davidson, says it's going to be very quiet without a Dylan Alcott um, um, it, it does remind you about the lack of personality sometimes in sport across the spectrum, you know, across across all types of sport. And when it is there, when it's injected uh, with someone with a nice big smile and plenty of fun, it really adds to the product. Well, Dylan Alcott, I've said before, he goes down as our, our greatest tennis player of all time. Um, and the fact that he's in a wheelchair doesn't mean anything at all uh, in regard to not being up there with the best. He is the best. And, uh, yeah, Heath Davison hasn't played a tournament without him. And so, um, look, he still he did well at Roland Garros. He's the only Australian Heath Davison to come away with some silverware. He was runner-up um, in his particular class. And um, But, yeah, I, I agree, Timmy. We, we need personalities in the game, whether it's wheelchair sport or not. Um, big personalities and, and big smiles uh, help to promote the game. And it makes it more interesting, I think. Oh, absolutely. And cricket, yep. you know, we've seen personalities in cricket that have really helped things along as well, plus many, many other sports. Now, what about um, what about Nick Kyrgios and his outfit? Well, so he's shown up straight from the French Open to start his uh, grass court season. Uh, his first um, doubles game, he had to play in clay shoes and – you have to understand, playing on clay service and, and grass services are very, very different. Well, he got through that, and he's luckily he's, he's um before his singles match that his grass shoes actually showed up. So they were just in a, about an hour's time. So he he played well. He played a Czech guy and won seven six six three. Um, so started the season well. But yeah, there's always some there's always a side story to Nick Kuras. <laughs> Everything he does, there's always something going on in the background, isn't there? Oh yeah, he's certainly one of those personalities, yeah. isn't he? Uh, whether he Never frustrates he frustrates the living daylights out of uh, most of us sports fans because he's got so much ability. Uh, now the UFC, we always marvel at the coin in UFC. Jack Della Maddalena uh, tipped to follow Conor McGregor to the UFC title. This is a big rap, isn't it? Uh, this young Aussie guy has the same manager as Conor McGregor, mm. um, so that's a good sign. Um, and they're tipping this kid's going to be a, a superstar and will win titles. Uh, but, yeah, big shoes to fill from Conor McGregor. Um, I think his first fight is in the next month, so we'll see how he goes, and we'll follow, we'll follow young Jack closely now. Now, Formula One legend James Hunt um – uh, what a, look? Some people boast about driving fast, winning Grand Prix. What about him? Well, James Hunt. Uh, the story goes, he died of a heart attack at age forty-six. But in those forty-six years, um, they're saying he bettered five thousand women. Tim. 
Wow. So I wonder why his heart exploded, poor bloke. Should I call him a poor bloke? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. It's an extraordinary career. It's an extraordinary career. <laughs> he made the most of it. Uh, he was fast, James Hunt. We won't use any rhyming slang now, will we? No, we'll leave it there, I suppose. Yeah. And we'll head on yep. to what a story which is going to warm our hearts to finish with. I love Johnny Curtis. Um, and uh, you know him. I know him, of course. Uh, look, he is a guy um, who who epitomises aspiration and resilience, doesn't he? He's a guy with no legs, basically, gets around on the skateboard. If you ever see him speak or talk in front of a crowd, unbelievable. Yeah, I just thought of him the other day. He's a great motivational speaker. Uh, He was born and his legs didn't work. And he said at school back in the day, and this is a sad story, that kids uh, lit, uh, lit fire to his legs and he couldn't feel them, which is a horrible story. And he made the bravest decision of his life to actually have his legs taken off at, I think, age 14 or something. And uh, and as you said, Tim, he gets around the skateboard. And he used to be involved quite a bit with the New South Wales cricket team and would hang around and, and, and sort of pump us up and motivate us. And and uh, you sort of take things in the context when you might have a bad day in the cricket field and you look down at a guy who's got no legs and getting around the skateboard. It, it sort of makes you realise that uh, you're pretty lucky in this world. And um, But... Uh, we had a couple of injuries. It was a city versus country New South Wales pre-season match out at Hawkesbury and a couple of guys got injured and we needed an extra fielder and Johnny said he'd do it. And uh, I said, well, that's fine. Where are you going to field? And he said, where do you think I'm going to field at short leg? And he went out on his hands just with a helmet on at short leg and almost pulled off a run out. It was absolutely brilliant. But the guy, it's, it, it looked really weird as he walked out, his little helmet just walking out to, to field. Um but yeah, it put a bit of a tear in my eye telling the story because it just made you feel really, really good about a guy who looked at the most positive things in life and, and made the most out of his situation, I suppose. Absolutely. When you think of the things we all sort of moan about, it's uh, yeah. it's remarkable to see a guy like him. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our wonderful sponsors. Yes, our fantastic sponsors, O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience Podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience Podcast on your favorite podcast app.